Can you hear me? <laughs> hey, everybody, it's Nick. Hola, Nick! Just wanted to take a few minutes to let you find folks know how you can contact us. You can find us on Twitter at the It's Too Wordy One and on Instagram. Just look for It's Too Wordy. We also have a Discord set up, The Haunted Log. If you like what you hear, maybe considering throwing us some of your spare change. Maybe some of your hard-earned loot. Maybe some stuff you find in your car cushions. Who knows? Anything will go a long way. And you can do that by visiting our Patreon page at Patreon backslash HouseBTS. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Haunted Log Old Time Radio Midnight Theater Presents Fantastic Four. Episode 10, called A Scroll Walks Among Us. This is based on issue 19 of the Fantastic Four. What? This is not the scroll. Yeah. This is the super scroll. scroll. Is this? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. Which one did you think it was? Rum Tut. Tut. Oh. No, that's next. That's the next one. This is based on issue 18 of the original Fantastic Four run by Stanley and Jack Kirby. Tonight I'm joined by... Kirk! Ryan. And, like all the other episodes, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about this episode, what we thought about it. So sit back and enjoy. Attention, all true believers. Marvel Comics is on the air. From the annals of the world's greatest comic magazine come the adventures of the Fantastic Four. This week's supervillain is serious. And here's Smilin' Stan Lee, the creator of Marvel Comics, to tell you about them. With all the billions of stars in the universe, there must be other inhabited planets, other civilizations. That is the premise of this week's epic. On a planet in the fifth quadrant of the Andromeda Galaxy, there is a civilization called the Skrulls. All Skrulls have the ability to change the makeup of their bodies. The Fantastic Four have previously encountered and defeated a group of Skrulls who are trying to invade and then control Earth. Now, the alien foe has developed a Super Skrull. I am the Super Skrull. I have all the powers of the Fantastic Four combined. <laughs> This super scroll shall walk among us in just a moment. I just love watching the evening news. And so, tonight, the menace of Dr. Doom seems Say, to be over. a report about our last adventure. Thanks to the fantastic well, people. people who don't listen to the but radio. if you ever see this man, you are urged to contact the police immediately. Who's he kidding? Doom don't walk around and looking like that. The pictures in the news. Speaking of the Fantastic Four, here's a candid shot of the thing. Take it while he was one. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, we're running a little late tonight. I've been wrong. a message from our... They can't do that to me. That your dog had his cookies today. Fan Grimm, and later that same evening... We'll see you later, Ben. Sue and I have a date. That's right. Reed and I are going swimming. How come the junior spaceman outfit? They got swimming pools on the moon? <laughs> no, silly. We're going to Waikiki in Hawaii. Huh? That's right. We should be there in about an hour. What? I've been waiting to give our new experimental passenger ICBM a workout. 
And this seems as good a time as any. We'll be back in a couple of days. And so Reed and Sue board the new rocket, bound for Hawaii. Look, there's a Fantastic Four's latest number. Ha! They're flying around in spaceships, and we still haven't paid off our used Edsel. And back at Fantastic Four headquarters... They can have that oversized sky plane. The Fantastic Car is still good enough for me. Me too. Leash and me is going to fly up north for a little fishing. Been needing a vacation. Wait till the guys see me driving my day through Central Park in this job. At that very moment, countless light years away in the fifth quadrant of the Andromeda Galaxy on the home planet of the dreaded Skrulls. The Supreme Wizard and his Super Skrull. He approaches. The one who cannot fail. Your Majesty, allow me to present the mightiest warrior in the universe, the Super Skrull. All homage to your Supreme Majesty. I await your command. As you shall see, Your Highness, the Super Skrull is all-powerful. I have given him the potential of the Fantastic Four and then some. Let the demonstration begin. You are aware, sire, of the stretchability of Mr. Fantastic's body? Observe how my Super Skrull can stretch even further. Within seconds, he shall retrieve a spectrofish from the deepest part of the Skrull Sea. But the sea is more than a hundred miles away. That is correct. That is impossible. But in almost no time... Here, Your Majesty, your spectrofish. You are more powerful than Mr. Fantastic. Of course, sire. Notice how the Super Skrull... Duplicates the powers of the human torch. Laymon, not only do I have all the skills of the torch, but I can fly faster and maintain my flame longer. I have one weapon which even he does not possess. My panty matter fireball. <laughs> Taken the creek right off that mountain. I am royally impressed. Yes, sire. Behold now, my lord, an exhibition of physical strength far surpassing that of Thing. From a specially constructed platform, my Super Scroll shall lift the cosmic generator, which supplies energy to our entire planet. Impossible. No, Your Majesty, even though the generator weighs 100 tons. He's doing it! It is my wildest dream! And as far as we've discovered, Thing's absolute weight limit is 36 and a half tons. Bring him to me. I would congratulate him. I believe he's right in front of you, Your Majesty. Huh? What? I don't see anything. But that is by fourth power, sire. Thus, I can match the invisible girl. The matcher is not enough. You must be her superior. He does possess one power she does not, sire, which I shall describe to you later. But for now... It is time for me to embark upon my mission. I vow to your majesty that I shall not return until the Fantastic Four are defeated and the planet Earth is yours. Farewell, sire! <laughs> A week has passed since the Super Scroll began his journey to Earth and we find the Fantastic Four together again inside a Manhattan department store. Oh, I just love looking at all these new fashions. Don't you, Reed? I think I'll browse around the book department. Yeah, they got some new albums in the records section. Records, schmeckers. I'm going to go look for a new bowling ball. You sure this is the biggest one you've got? Just try it, sir. That one would fit even a, <laughs> a gorilla. Okay, laughing boy. Let's see. Oh, oh, no! 
must know some pretty small gorillas. Hey, come back here. What am I going to do with a squashed bowling ball? Meanwhile, Johnny is looking over a new FM tuner for his stereo system. Wow, this one's really great. Dolby, equalizers for each channel. Sounds good, too. Here's a bulletin, Justin. An alien spacecraft has landed in Times Square, creating panic and widespread turmoil. If you are in the area of Times Square, please be advised that the police department... And within seconds, Johnny has located Reed and Sue, and they are headed for the scene. With just a little marble magic, we are instantly transported the 15-block distance to Times Square. Let's see advertise them. Nothing, fella. Three women fainted already. Where are the cops when you need them? I will now erect my planet's banner to mark the spot. The ground is too hard. It did not penetrate. But that is not a problem. Look, he's building that sidewalk. I thought only the human torch did that stuff. But after a few minutes, the crowd, seeing that the awesome alien has made no hostile advances, changes its mood from one of fear and panic to merely stunned disbelief. I never thought an alien landing would be like this. He looks like a surrealistic Christopher Columbus or something. You may now all disperse and return to your daily tasks. In a short while, I shall issue the first imperial orders from your new professional scroll government. I think he really means it. Why don't he go back where he came from? We got enough crackpots in this town already. Yeah, get lost, creep. How dare you speak to your new master? Be gone before I forget how weak and helpless you earthlings are. And in the fifth quadrant of Andromeda, the Emperor Skrull and his wizard witness these events on an enormous viewing screen. See, Your Highness, all goes well. The Super Skrull is in complete command. Bah! That is child's play. The real test will come when he meets the Fantastic Four. Behold, the moment approaches. Quickly, adjust the focus. This I must see clearly. Flame and fireballs. It's a scroll. This one looks much larger than the others. The human torch at last. Flame on. And suddenly the sky is ablaze with two fiery forms. I am unlike anything you ever encountered before. I am the Super Skrull! Literally flying rings around me. I can do everything better than you. For example, I can fry the very air around you until it turns to black carbon. Finally, smashing through the screen of dense carbon, the human torch unleashes a weapon of his own. A miniature heat bomb ought to cool you off. It's too fast. It flew right out of its path. And then suddenly, the Super Skrull fashions a mighty flaming war club and... I easily blow you off guard and smash you to the surface. Blow, douse Johnny's flame. He's plunging to the ground. He'll be killed. Not if I can help it. And with a speed of light, Reed Richards stretches his body into a giant trampoline, creating a surface to stop the fall of the human torch. Just in time. Look after him, Sue. I've got to get up there and tackle that scroll myself. Even a normal scroll is a dangerous foe. But this super scroll, how can we defeat him? If only Ben were here. 
Well, it looks like there'll be plenty of action as an angered Mr. Fantastic tackles the Super Skrull single-handedly on the rooftops above Times Square. You're nothing but a murderer. Johnny could have been killed by that fall. That's what I got planned for all of you. We'll see about that first. First, I'll wrap you up in a human stranger. Then we'll decide what to do with you. Reed's incredible body encloses the Super Scroll, but within seconds, the alien, completely encircled by Mr. Fantastic, begins to exert a pressure of his own. Expanding his body within mine. It's incredible no matter how much pressure I apply, the scroll continues to expand. I can't keep this up any longer. His power is too great. I've got to release him. <laughs> On this planet, we call that winning the first round. Suddenly, Reed, with his fantastic arm, forms an enormous sledgehammer. My human power blow will turn the tide. You're fast, but not too fast for me. With the speed of thought, the Super Scroll's arm stretches all the way to the Palisades Cliffs and... I shall use this sheared off sheet of shale as a shield. Mr. Fantastic's arm, no matter what shape, is still flesh and blood. The force of the blow puts him temporarily out of action. And now to finish you off with one shattering impact. Oh, no, you don't. It's good to see your ugly puss. If there's any shattering to be done around here, I'll be doing it. Your only weapon is your superhuman strength. This is what happens when you encounter a super scroll. Why do you bad guys always make speeches when you fight? You don't like my monologue? Then I shall become a battering ram. Look out, Thing. He's stronger than we thought. Yeah. Stop it, Stretcho. I can handle anything this creep can throw. <laughs> you should have heeded your partner's warning, fool. The battering ram blow from the super scroll sends Ben Grimm's city blocks and he ends up precariously perched on the Chrysler building. Oh, that guy packs some wallop. Back on the rooftop, the Super Scroll returns his attention to Reed Richards. So, you are recovered. It won't be for long, I promise you. Flaming Scythe, is that the best you can do, copying torches tricks? Ah, you merely prolong the agony. Then, as the Super Scroll is about to swoop down for the kill, he is momentarily blinded by a dazzling sunburst. Flame on! Ah! And that's only a sample of what I got in store for you. The human torch is after you. Johnny, wait. He's much more powerful than you know. We've got to regroup and put a plan together. Come back, Johnny. No chance. I'm not backing out now. He's got to be stopped, and I'm the only one who can do it. Oh, you make it easy for me. I will not have to chase you. You it, Crumb. All you can do is imitate us. Now I'll show you how much better the original... Where'd he go? Did you not know that I have the power of invisibility? Just like your sister? Why don't you try to find me? I'll make you a prisoner within my high-intensity fire chain. But before the crackling chain can tighten around the human torch, a superhuman arm stretches out and pulls Johnny from danger. Hey! I said get back down here, and I meant it. What'd you do that for? Reed, you burned your arm. I'll be okay. Johnny would have been killed. A super scroll is no match for any one of us alone. Oh, this is terrible. I never felt so useless. Don't let that bother you, honey. With all our activity, we've accomplished no more than you. 
Where's Ben? Has anyone seen him? Look, over there. Hey, I'm glad you guys came by with your skyhook. I thought it was going to be some kind of weather vane. You all right, Brockman? Sure. Did you get rid of our little playmate yet? No, Ben. We're going back to headquarters and map out a plan of action. Hurry, Johnny. He's invisible. He might be anywhere. I still think you ought to let me duke it out with him. So they're attempting to gain the security of their headquarters. They will find that easier said than done. Did you think you could evade me so easily? Down! Run! He's shooting flaming arrows! <laughs> Let them run. I shall not descend to their level by pursuit. I know I am more powerful than they, and now they know it too. I shall allow them to return to their headquarters and spend a sleepless night hearing my next move. Then tomorrow I shall finish them off at my leisure. In the hours that follow, all eyes turn toward the skyscraper tower of the Baxter building. If the Fantastic Four can't find a way to defeat the alien, what'll happen next? Don't even think about it. Now, Peter. They just canceled. And within Reed Richards' Fantastic Laboratory. Hey, Rubber Man, when are you going to stop making like a mad scientist and come up with something? Oh, quiet, Ben. Reed's doing everything. I've got something here. What is it? On a hunch, I've been checking the heavens for any unusual activity, and I've picked up some ultrasonic power rays beamed to Earth from Andromeda's fifth quadrant. The home planet of the Skrulls. So what are we going to do? Go there and fight him? Quiet, Ben. It isn't possible for anyone to be as powerful as the Super Skrull. Not without some additional power source. I suspect his home planet is beaming power rays to him here on Earth. And I've got to find a way to stop those rays. Slowly, the long, tense minutes pass until finally... I've got it. The sub-miniaturized jammer will do the trick. We'll just attach it to the Super Skrull. Will do, boss. Let me have it. Sorry, Johnny. You wouldn't stand a chance to get close to him. The invisible girl is the only one for this job. Me? Once you fasten this small disc on the Super Skrull, it will jam the power rays coming from the Skrull planet and thereby weaken him enough for us to defeat him. But what if you're wrong, Doc? Well, there's only one way to find out, Ben. I'll launch our remote control orbiting public address system and try to contact the Skrull. Fantastic, Fantastic Four, Four calling the Super Skrull. If you hear us, you hear us respond by speaking, by speaking into the floating, into the floating mic. mic. Of course I hear you. We challenge you to meet us again in a final battle. <laughs> I gladly accept. I will finish you once and for all. And within hours, the final arrangements have been made, and the Fantastic Four are launching their now famous pogo plane from high atop the Baxter building. Reaching the very edge of the Earth's atmosphere, the pogo plane levels off and begins its electronically guided glide. It's good that we are battling him on deserted Crater Island. Yeah, no innocent bystanders to look out for. This amazing skycraft, half missile, half plane, guides to a perfect landing right on target. There it is. And I can see the scroll ship waiting for us below. While in the fifth quadrant of Andromeda, Two pairs of Skrull eyes prepare to observe the awesome altercation. They are about to meet for the final battle. Increase the Super Skrull's power to full intensity. He must have all the power we can give him. He must not fail. What power? It's wide open, Your Majesty. Now he cannot fail. And so, on a lonely, deserted crater island, one of the most dramatic encounters of all time begins. 
Johnny, you and Ben get him started. Flame on. It's clobbering time. Sue? I'm here, Reed, darling. Let's go. We're coming to get you, Mr. Maximilian. We're going to get you good. <laughs> Within 60 seconds, I shall be the only living creature up on this desolate aisle. How about a couple of supernova fireballs to get this party started? This ought to get you away while trying to run away from those firecrackers. Now I'll make a human fence around the action. Hurry, Sue. You do not know the one extra power I possess. Blinding irresistible hypnotism! I can't see. I can't even move. And you are next, Torch. How ridiculously easy it is. I'm falling. Oh. <laughs> and now for you, helpless leader of the fated four. Gotta stand here and take it. Give Sue time to... Oh! Now... Hearing a faint sound behind him, the Super Scroll whirls around, but too late. Ah, there. I did it. Ah, I planted the jammer in him. I hope it works. What's happened? I feel strangely weak, as though my strength is being drained from me. What's happened? He's growing weak. I don't understand it, Your Majesty. Something is wrong with the power ray. Impossible. Keep trying. The ray is operating perfectly. Something must be jamming it from Earth. The power is not getting through. It's the accursed, fantastic form. They've beaten us again. And for the last time. But even though the Super Skrull has been considerably weakened, he is still a threat to the now vulnerable Susan Storm. It does not matter that I have lost my superpowers. I can still find the invisible girl by the sound of her footsteps and the movement of the pebbles. I know you have descended into the crater, but where you can go, I can follow. You shall not escape unearthly savage call shakes the very face of Crater Island, causing a thunderous landslide. Reed, Johnny, over here. We see you, Sue. Okay, Johnny, do your stuff. Flame on. A low-level white-hot flyby will seal the crater closed forever with a not-so-super scroll inside. And before the entrapped alien can escape, the Human Torch seals the peak of Crater Island and the fate of the Super Scroll. I wish I could have nailed that creep. You guys never let me have any fun. Tune in again Monday and discover Igor Kragoff and The Watcher. All right, guys. What do you guys think about meeting the Super Scroll? That's not uh, the voice I thought it would be for the Super Scroll. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> or any of them. <laughs> well, I'm going to this Super Scroll is going to defeat the Fantastic Four. <laughs> really? That's that's what you want to go with for the scroll? <laughs> well, they could have English accents like uh, Captain Marvel. Or everybody in the Marvel Universe yep. movies. Yep. So... Thor is Norwegian. Why does he have an English accent? I don't know. Because Chris Hemsworth didn't want to put in the work to to do a Norwegian accent. Black Widow's Russian. Mm, to be fair, in the comics she speaks English. I know. It's probably because of her training, so she could like learn the English accent. Yeah. Or, or American accent, so she didn't fit in, but 
it'd be nice every once in a while to, to they drop some. the real nationality. Yeah. But the thoughts on this awesome sounding episode? Besides, I kind of liked it. I liked it. Yeah? Yeah. It's just hard to get past the voices. Yeah. Sue Storm actually got to be the hero. She does that a lot. Yeah. Like, she she killed, well, almost killed off the hate monger. Yep. She defeats Doctor Doom all the time, and she's still considered useless. And it's yeah. like, she's the hero of almost every episode every, we've done. Every, yep, every episode. So it's like... Well, it's because Reed's still thinking it out. He had that 15 minutes. And <laughs> he had, yeah. But no matter how smart he is, he always just p- tries to pummel people. Like, uh, <laughs> you could use your brain. And yeah. we, we find out that they have a ballistic missile that can go to Hawaii. Yeah. You know, they How used, does the they used government it before. not want to talk to them about that? Right. They used it before to go to... An ICBM. Because, you know, every, yeah. every, everybody's got one in their Every, backyard. Yeah. It just, it's in the Baxter building. You know, yeah. it's a silo. Like, yeah. It's in the elevator that doesn't work. Right. <laughs> you, you don't have an ICBM, Nick? Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I haven't, And we all do, underneath I, our house. I haven't picked one up yet. We're in the so. middle of the country. Of course we have an ICBM underneath did our you, house. Did you, did you overpay for it? <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, I don't know what to say about this. Um, it's I love I love the Super Scroll, but I think they got him completely wrong with the voice for him. Yeah, I can't get past the voice. And how how egotistical can you be that you believe that you, as Reed Richards would say, nobody can be more powerful than the Fantastic Four. So there has to be some way that the Super Scroll is getting powers from outside. Like you can stretch. She can turn invisible. Invisible. He's a the thing. He's a, he's a, a matchstick. Supposedly can lift thirty six tons right now. So he's not all that powerful. Yeah. But there's got to be something from another galaxy. Well, okay. There is. It's called the scrolls. So it bugs me, right? So the galaxy that we're in, the Milky Way, is ginormous. I mean, there's billions and billions and billions and billions of stars. In our galaxy. And everybody gets this wrong. Like, if you listen to the old, like the beginning of Voltron, they use the word universe, they use the word galaxy, they use the word solar system, they mm. use interchangeably. Yep. And they do it in here. Like, oh, in the fourth quadrant of the whatever galaxy, it's like, you couldn't see that. You wouldn't know how far away that is, and they couldn't even reach here, no matter how fast they travel. Yep. Earth would be gone. Our sun would be out before that even got here. So, yeah. so stop saying galaxy when you mean... They should be in the Milky Way. Right. Yeah. Like, or at least in the Snickers. Right. There Just something. Something. <laughs> Get part some of the science, Twix galaxy. Scientific facts up in here. I'm from the Ford galaxy. <laughs> it's like... I, I come from the Twizzlers. It's like... Uh, it's the third star on the right if you look up into the sky. That's just one part that bugged me, but I don't know why they wouldn't have done the issue where the scrolls first appeared before they did this one. At least that one had a funny, weird ending to it. Yeah. And it introduces you to the little scrolls that appeared in the Captain Marvel movie. Because they were, they're not the same, they're the same kind of race, but they're like offshoots. Right, right. But it's weird that they would bring in the scrolls at all. I think at this point they were trying to grab any villain that's not generic to try to save the show. Probably. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I've listened to all of them before 
going back and touching base on them again. My, I'm my, glad it's 13. It's episodes. almost over. It's my, almost over. My favorite one has been the uh, hate monger so far. Yeah. Even with Nick Fury. Was it the one with Nick Fury? That's one with Nick Fury, yeah. Even though they got Nick Fury wrong, that's been my favorite one so far out of all the episodes we've listened to. <laughs> yeah. We've only got three more. Now, if we want to do Doctor Strange, just take this and make it worse. Ugh. We're not doing Doctor I'm Strange. Good. I am not touching I that show. Don't wanna be, I don't, I don't even want, want to talk I about don't it. I don't want to do it. But if you are, are interested, there is a Doctor Doom radio or Doctor Strange radio play. Doctor Doom one might be even better. Might be better than a Doctor Strange. I don't know. Unless don't know. With how they've the done it from last week. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you can, you just go on YouTube and find Doctor Strange. You can find it. I wouldn't recommend it. It's like they got a thirteen-year-old to play Doctor Strange. <laughs> okay. And Cheap work. In a really bad Hindu accent, like really bad. Hmm. Hmm. And yeah. So are we, we talking like, a poo bad, or are we talking a poo's not really that bad? Poo's not that bad, but this is this is really bad. Take Cloak and Dagger doing Chinese, oh, God. or uh, you got a 1970s white dude doing a Himalayan accent. Oh God! <clears throat> so, <laughs> all right. So, not much to talk about in this episode because uh, Super Scroll gets the thing out of space. Fights Fantastic Four. Has a high-pitched voice like he's been kicked in the nuts. So, we only got three episodes left. Hey, three episodes. Yay! <laughs> three more weeks. And then we're going to move on to something good. Awesome. Which I'm extremely excited about. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. I I love this this next one. It's one of my favorites. And I hope you guys like it. But we'll see. I want you guys' reactions to it. And I know if, Teresa will probably listen to it, too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I want to hear her reaction to it. Okay. Because it's only 10 minutes, like, per episode. Okay. So we'll do, like, three episodes a week. Okay. And I can do 10 minutes an episode. Okay. Think your wife would listen to it? I can't get her to listen to me. You think she's going to listen to that? <laughs> Nobody listens to this. So, all right. But, yeah, um, just let me know the reactions that you guys get from it. Okay. Because there's there's some parts that I think are really funny. All Might right. be able really to get weird. some feedback from Landon. Yeah. Good. Uh, we got a response back from. Yeah. We got a comment, Scott, from yeah. Scott. Yeah. That said, Landon was a really good addition. addition. Yeah. Wow. He's going to be awesome. excited about that. Yeah. So when he comes back in two more weeks. Yeah. Right in the time of, I don't even know what next month. We're is. doing the knock November knockoffs. That's right. The fan like the knockoffs yeah. of TMNT. Yep. Yeah, buddy. Power pachyderms. Yep. Karate creatures. Yeah. Less than radioactive blackbill hamsters. Yeah. Hey, we did a whole month of Green Lantern. I'm not complaining. <laughs> well, I just know how bad some of those are going to be. <laughs> <laughs> geriatric gerbils. Geriatric gerbils. Nice. I'm excited. What Bring on the geriatric gerbils. The dolphin book from Marvel. <laughs> All right, guys. So it's been Nick. Kirk. Ryan. See you in another week. See you, bye.